This episode contains graphic details of murder and other crimes. Listener discretion is advised. and welcome back to not always polite i hope you guys have had a great couple weeks i was so sick with covid last week you guys did not want to hear me talk i'm sure you can tell i'm still a little bit congested but i'm doing much better the first two days literally kicked my ass i've never been that sick in my life so my heart goes out to anyone who's suffering with covid right now because that shit's no joke All right, so I just have a quick little episode for you guys this week. Um, It's kind of short, but I wanted to share it anyways. So it's a solved case, um, the case of Julie Ann Stanton. So Julie was born in Liverpool, England, sometime in August of 1975. She was described as being free-spirited and well-liked with a great relationship with her parents. On April 16th, 1990, while living in Pickering, Ontario, 14-year-old Julie did not return home, which was out of the ordinary and prompted her parents to launch an extensive search. As in many cases, Julie was considered to be a runaway, which further investigation, with with further investigation, the authorities determined that she was likely the victim of foul play. They assumed that she had been killed, but there were no remains found. And I couldn't find any information as to why they came to that determination, but they did. In June of 1996, making it six years after Julie disappeared, a farmer near Peterborough, which is about an hour and 20 minutes from Pickering, called the police after finding fragments of a skeleton. Through DNA testing, it was determined that the remains belonged to Julie. Since six years had passed and the remains had been out in the elements and animals had gotten to them, it was difficult to determine a cause of death. Once the remains were located, there was quickly a suspect identified by police. Peter Stark, who was the father of Julie's best friend, Kim, he was um, the police's main suspect. Neighbors had seen Julie get into a car on April 16th, 1990, the day she disappeared, and the driver and vehicle matched the description of Peter and his car. He was reported to have met Julie that afternoon for lunch to talk about Kim. Unfortunately, there wasn't enough evidence to arrest Peter at the time, so the case was put on hold. The investigators would go on to learn more about Peter's history and discovered some disturbing information. He had a history of violence against women. Sometime during the 1960s, Peter picked up a hitchhiker before asking her to have sex with him at knife point. A struggle ensued and Peter ended up stabbing her several times. However, the hitchhiker was able to escape. He was sent to prison for only six months for this incident. Additionally, a 31-year-old woman named Maria Woods disappeared in 1981 and had been dating Peter around that time. Maria's remains were found five years later and eventually a forensic anthropologist confirmed that she had been shot. A shell casing found at the crime scene was fired from a rare gun, which just so happened to be the gun that Peter's father gave him, or the same kind. It's not, they can't confirm if it was the exact same one, but it was a rare firearm and it was the same kind, so... That's kind of a red flag. Peter's behavior when Julie disappeared increased authorities' suspicion. 
On that day, he picked his wife up later than usual. Peter also had scratches on his back and was, quote, disheveled with dirt on his clothes. He claimed to have been trying to fix the catalytic converter on his car. However, the model of car Peter drove didn't even have a catalytic converter. So that's obviously a lie. Eventually, Peter was arrested and in December of 1994 was found guilty of first-degree murder. The prosecution stated that he met Julie by claiming to talk about his daughter and then raped and killed her with an axe. Peter was convicted despite there being no body and only skeletal fragments. At the time, an informant claimed that Peter confessed to him in 1992 about the murder, saying that he killed Julie because he turned down his sexual advances and was worried about her telling her parents. In 2000, Peter's lawyer tried to appeal his conviction and get a new trial. He claimed Julie's remains and fragments didn't show evidence of being hit with an axe. The appeal was denied. Peter was allowed to leave prison to receive medical attention for an unspecified illness in his older years. He ended up dying at the Bath Institution in Kingston, Ontario on August 27, 2016 at the age of 71. And his cause of death was not made public. So like I said, this was just a quick little case for you guys this week. That is the disappearance and murder of Julianne Stanton. I hope you guys did enjoy. Um, in case you didn't know, I do have a case submission link in my bio on Instagram. So if there's something you want me to cover, please drop that in there. Um, I do only cover Ontario cases at this time, but definitely leave me your suggestions and maybe I will venture out eventually. Um, but for now, yeah, just Ontario stuff. I hope you guys enjoyed this quick little episode and I hope you guys are enjoying your weekend. Don't forget to leave me a review wherever you're listening and follow me on Instagram for more information. Thanks guys. Bye.